Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Well, let's get right into the final conversation of the day. Our health feature, we're looking at this fad of um, IV drips, as they're called. Uh, let me invite onto the show Dr. Angelique Kutsia, who is a medical doctor and chairperson of the South African United Business Federation's Health Committee. Dr. Kutsia, good morning to you. Good morning, Cathy, and good morning to all your listeners out there. Syed Mia is CEO of Revive Global Southern Africa. Syed, good morning. Uh, good morning, Cathy, and good morning to your listeners. And Dr. Gwobis van Niekerk is lead legal, ethics, and social media at the Aesthetic and Anti-Aging Medicine Society. Uh, Dr. van Niekerk, good morning to you. Good morning, Cathy, and welcome to your listeners. Syed, let me kick it off with you. For those people that might not know what we are talking about, what is this IV therapy? Okay, so uh, I wouldn't call it a fad right now because it's been a while for the last 10 years. So uh, Revive started off with uh, one spa in Miami um, 10 years ago, founded by four ER doctors. And it's basically um, putting all your vitamins, minerals, amino acids, electrolytes, antioxidants um, into uh, an IV, uh, which is then administered directly to your bloodstream. So what you would be normally getting from a very balanced diet, um, regular exercise, and so on and so forth, which, uh, let's face it, we just don't have the time uh, in in today's life to do, this kind of balances it re, re, uh, uh, balances your system um, and it uh, replenishes your system with all of the essentials through an IV. Um, and the difference from taking, let's say, uh, uh, I uh, taking vitamins through, uh, you know, your 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 oral supplements that you would find on Discamet, Clicks, or whatever the case is, um, whatever you take in orally, you lose between fifty to sixty percent through your digestive tract. Whereas anything that's administered via IV is 100% into your bloodstream. So um, we've, we've, we've got scientists that have worked with Revive for the last 10 years or so and identified the effectiveness of IV therapy in terms of um, uh, lifestyle diseases, so stress, fatigue, uh, you know, uh, hydration, uh, uh, basically just you know, giving your, your system a boost um, when, when, when you need it. And th- thanks for that, Syed. The reason why I, 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 I even describe it as a fad is because what we are seeing is a boom of the industry. And, you know, these drips are now a lot more accessible than they were before. Um, you go to a mall and you'll find um, an Ivy bar. And I know that they, there's also, a, you know, a franchise of the Ivy bar. So I'm not really referencing that Ivy bar. But, you know, you'll find a lot of them now have a presence just at malls, at shopping centers than, than ever before. Yeah, I mean, look, the, 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 the business has developed a lot over the last 10 years and, and Revive came into South Africa. So I brought Revive from the US eight years ago. So we were the first, if you want to call it IV bar, if you want to call it that, um, in, in the country. Um, and subsequently, we, we blew the market open. It was a foreign concept at the time because the perception of an IV is either you're sick, you're in a hospital, you're in a clinic, and it's more about uh, health care rather than preventative health. And uh, we found, obviously, over the last, you know, five, 10 years, um, you know, prevention is better than cure, Um, especially what COVID has taught us over the last couple of years. It's more about preventative health and wellness rather than health care. 
Hence, you find obviously, uh, you know, a lot more of the, um, you know, uh, IV uh, therapy places popping up. Now, I can't, I can't uh, comment about anybody else's, um, you know, IV facility um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, the how, you know, whether they uh, adhere to all of the regulations uh, regarding IV therapy. Uh, but it's imperative that it's, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a licensed facility. It's run. Uh, it's a licensed doctor's facility. Um, there's only nurses that would actually, nurses or doctors or registered nurses or doctors that would actually administer the IV. Um, and the way we do it at Revive, obviously, is via consultation first before we administer any IV. So there's no pre-mixed IVs as such. Um, and it's only done via specific formula that we have um, developed at Revive's R&D facility in the U.S., um, that is mixed according to the client after we've done a consultation with them. So yes, it has increased substantially over the last you know five years or so. Um, and uh, I guess the reason is uh, you, you know people are it's prevention is is better than cure, uh, and that's the way you know everyone's moving. Uh, what what forward. goes into a con- consultation and who does it? So the well well it's a medical questionnaire. Um, it's a screening. Uh, so firstly, we're not claiming to cure anything. Uh, and I've got to clear that right from the onset. We're not claiming to cure anything. There's no claims here. We basically, uh, it's all about preventative health and, and wellness. So uh, there's a medical screen to understand the the, the, the client or, or the patient's um, uh, uh, conditions. So whether they have any uh, allergies, whether they have any uh, chronic um, illnesses, if they have any chronic medication or anything of that sort. So we'll know exactly what to put in um, and, and leave out of the IV. So there's a full questionnaire done by the uh, by the nurse and a consulting doctor, if the doctor is not on site. Um, and then there's a prescription issued related to that. And then obviously the IV is is um, is mixed according to, you know, to, 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 to the client's condition. So, so, le- so, le- le- um, so Syed, sorry to come in there. Let me understand your process. You fill in the questionnaire. Do you have doctors at all your facilities? We've got consulting doctors. What does that mean? I mean that the doctor is uh, consulting. So the ner- we've got registered nurses at all of our facilities. Okay. And the nurse will consult the doctor if there's anything out of the ordinary. But the doctor would go through. Um, so the, But the facility is a registered doctor's facility. So according to the regulation, according to um, uh, the, the, the health authorities, it has to be a registered doctor's facility. But it can be a consulting doctor. The doctor doesn't have to be on site all the time. Okay, so 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 that means that um, when when I go, I fill in the form. That form is not necessarily seen by the doctor before I'm administered a cocktail of 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 these vitamins. No, so it's it's all online. So yes. The doctor will. Yeah. So it's it's all on our on on an app that we have, mm-hmm. right? Which the doctor has visibility on. And is consulted with the nurse if there's any um, any anything that that's out of the ordinary. So, w- with regards to the with with regards to putting the essential vitamins, minerals that that go into into your system, mm. um, again, uh, Kathy, I've got to I've got to um, uh, elaborate on the fact that we're not claiming to cure anything. Fair enough. So it's all about yeah, it's all about about wellness and preventative health. So, so are, um, you, are you saying that every questionnaire that is filled out would would be checked by the nurse that is on site and by a doctor that is online? The, doc- the, the doctors would need to sign off. 
Okay. So so that's how your process work works. Dr. Kutse, let me bring you in here. Um because there've been big questions around how the sector is is regulated and the general impression is that um there are some gaps in 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 regulation. some gaps in regulation. Um although the idea is very noble to have an IV box you know, um, we need to know what the criteria criteria is, a medical criteria, not a form that you fill in. We have seen a lot of patients self-medicate vitamins. If you do their vitamin B levels um, in the blood, you will see it is elevated. Um, they actually don't need um, more vitamin B. Uh, so if you, so, so this is the one thing. There is no proper regulation. I just want to come back. Around this, on, around the ethical rules of the HBCSA, very clear that a medical doctor can actually not for any work done by a person or a healthcare practitioner that's not registered to work at the same um, uh, uh, regulatory body. So if a nurse does all the work, actually the nurse needs to claim for for those um, consults or, or, you know, for, for, for the work that's been done, can't really be done, being claimed for by the doctor. It's still a very gray area. There's a lot of controversy around this. So that is one thing. The other thing is please remember that a lot of these vitamins are water-soluble vitamins. So it becomes what we call very expensive um, urine. You you will um, feel maybe a bit better. One, you know, just immediately after you, you received your vitamin drip. But the problem is if you don't need it, you should think about the risk, the risk of getting an IV drip, the risk of it being inserted um, without a doctor there. If you have an allergic reaction, you cannot as a, as a, uh, um, expect from the patient to know all you know, their um, health risks that they have or allergies that they do have. We have seen it many times. Um, other problem is uh, also you know, the, the, the fact that you come to me you, 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 uh, being tired or stressed is not a clinical indication to get an IV drip. You know, it should. I'm not talking about an IV drip in a casualty where you are dehydrated um, or you've got any medical, real medical problems. So, but that's not the people who goes for an IV drip. Is, that's normally the people who um, just think that if they go to an IV drip, they don't have to take a balanced diet. They don't need to do anything else. They can just have this quick, um, quick fix for an IV drip. So it is a problem. There is not proper regulation around this and supervision and guidelines on who should get an IV drip um, for the servant. And, and on the other hand, if the patients pay out of pocket, you know, it becomes very difficult to regulate it as well. Sure. And a number of things that you've touched on there, uh, Dr. Angelique, thanks for that. In a moment, we'll also hear from uh, Dr. Van Niekerk, who is with the Aesthetic and Anti-Aging Medicine Society, because again, um, some of these concoctions also promise youthfulness um, and are used largely as anti-aging measures. Uh, we'll find out what the concerns they've raised about it uh, have been over the years. It's 11.30 now, time for the latest news uh, headlines. 
Kathy Motlasana on SAFM. I also want to hear from you as our listeners, right? Have you tried one of these drips? What has been your experience? Um, what is it that you went when to get one for uh, specifically uh, and and yeah j- j- just tell us about some of the checks uh, that were done uh, when you went to a facility it doesn't have to be revive that you went to but we're just talking about your general experience with this field i'll take those calls on 086-000-2032 dr van Niekerk, let's talk then about some of the concerns you've raised about this industry and and what you're seeing thank you <clears throat> yes uh, like angelique said it's a very gray area um, when you think about governance, about who should uh, uh, administer IV treatments, um, we're worried about the fact that there's some IV bars where you just walk in and say, oh, there's a menu, I choose, I feel tired, so I'm going to choose this. No history being taken, um, no doctor examination. So we, we actually brought out a statement in September 2019 that says, you know, IV nutrient therapy should only be acceptable if it's doctor-led, prescribed by a doctor, um, taking a full history, examination, taking some basic bloods to make sure, like Angelique said, um, making sure that there's uh, deficiencies, and then acting precisely on your clinical findings. Written informed consent is very important um, because things can go wrong. There's already two, at least two confirmed deaths in South Africa due to IV therapies um, that was done uh, in South Africa and patient just died while they was receiving the IV because contraindications um, weren't uh, asked of the patient um, and incompatibilities was also not checked. Um, and then it's very important also that uh, if something goes wrong, we have the uh, emergency trolley there. The staff should be up to date with their basic life support and advanced cardio life support certification so that they know how to treat an emergency. Um, it may be administered by a registered nurse, a nurse practitioner, or clinical associate, but the doctor should still be on site and um, should have examined the patient. And there should be a personalized follow-up as well to make sure that uh, there wasn't any side effects or negative effects or complications. As far as you, you're aware, uh, Dr. Van Niekerk, is the filling in of a questionnaire um, that is you know, seen by a doctor, as, as Syed described how their system works, does that suffice in terms of ticking the box of um, having had a medical consultation? To me, it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, um, the doctors should examine the patient as well. And there should be basic bloods taken. Um, I know what Saeed is saying. I understand it's preventative. And as long as it's staying with certain basic drips that they can give, that shouldn't be a problem. But there are other drips that we use in medicine for example, chelating heavy metals, um, which where, where the drip should be done over three hours. The, the patient should be on a monitor because, like I said, things can go wrong. 
Um, and th that's why we feel that it should be in a medical setting. And a medical setting is in a doctor's practice, not an ivy bar where anybody can put up a drip and um, just fill in a questionnaire. Do they, do they even fill in informed consent? I mean, informed consent is so important in medicine nowadays. We are governed by the Health Professions Council, so if something goes wrong, um, you know, uh, we have to stand, stand up and, and accept that. Um, if, if somebody is a lay person that owns an IVR, what happens when something goes wrong? There's only two paths that we can follow. Well, three, actually. We can still uh, go to the Health Professions Council because they uh, protect the public, and it is within their mandate to actually follow up on these, these complaints. And then there's the South African Health Product Regulatory Authority, SAPRA, which also um, can send out investigators to go and see that the facility is up to date. Um, the law also says that a layperson cannot uh, own a company where doctors work for them. It has to be a doctor-owned company. And then um, the third point was, and I forgot my, my train of thought now. Oh, the, the other thing is, if something goes wrong, uh, then the only recourse for the patient is to actually go and open a criminal complaint against the Ivy Bar or the um, yeah, the facility that gives the IVs. All right. Uh, and, you know, we're having a bit of a challenge uh, with that connection to uh, Dr. Van Nieker, so hopefully we'll be able to keep him on the line for longer. Syed, do you want to come in here? How do you address uh, some of these questions and concerns? Okay. Um, I, I, I was waiting for, for, for the doctors to, to have their say, and then I can jump in. So firstly, we, we go through a rigid uh, training for all of our staff, um, uh, and that's our nurses, our spa managers, our doctors included, and, and the doctors are owners of the company as well, so it's not me employing a doctor um, to, to work for me, they are owners of the company as well. Um, my doctor, uh, my doctor partners are one of the most prominent doctors in South Africa. Um, and uh, you know, it's, it's a former South African cricket team manager and doctor, uh, and the current head doctor for Kaiser Chiefs. Um, and he wouldn't put his name and face next to something if, if it wasn't um, kosher, let's put it that way. We've gone through all of the, 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 the interesting points and valid points that the doctors have raised um, regarding regulation and the gray area regarding this. We went through it eight years ago when we opened with the health officials. Um, we have done exactly everything that they've asked us and what they've told us we need to do in order to operate. So firstly, the facility has to be a registered med doctor's facility, which it is. All the ingredients that are put into the IVs are either uh, approved ingredients or they come from a compound, a licensed compounding pharmacy, which is purely uh, labeled correctly with expiry dates and so on and so forth, which they've done. They've done an entire audit on our, on our facilities in Cape Town and uh, in, uh, in Johannesburg, and we've come through clearly on that. Um, with regards to, uh, you know, the concept, now, not, it's not everybody's cup of tea. And, and we, you know, I mean, you look at most of the, pro a lot of the prominent doctors would push back on, on IV therapy because at the end of the day, um, what, what it's doing, it's helping people stay healthy. So it's allowing people to, 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 to control um, and, and, and kind of prevent 
diseases and sicknesses, um, which means less visit to the doctors, which means less prescriptions. And inevitably, you know, it, 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 it kind of eats away at, 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 the, at somebody's bottom line. So, so that's why we get a lot of pushback, um, you know, related to this year. But I, I've got one point to make, Kathy, with regards to this year, is um, I'm talking now specifically on Revive, and I, and I cannot comment for all of the other IV places out there because I don't know how they operate. Um, so Revive is a global market leader in elective IVs. We've got 100 facilities in 46 countries, and we started off in the U.S. Now, you and the doctors would agree, with regards to the U.S. and the EU, the FDA and the EU uh, regulations are probably the most stringent in the world right now, right? We've got peer-reviewed, um, double-blind peer-reviewed case studies, research, published journals that show the effectiveness of IV therapy, micronutrients in IV therapy, right? Which I will forward to you and your doctors in terms of all of the, 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 the references that we have, showing you the effectiveness of IV therapy or, or nutrients via IV. Revive is also launching the first randomized controlled trial in IV therapy for diabetes type 2. So this is coming out soon. This is Revive Global. Now, I do understand with regards to regulation, if certain uh, companies are cutting the corners, if you know every Tom, Dick, and Harry is offering it out of their facilities, yes, I, I, and that's absolutely wrong, and I stand with the doctors on that. But you can't blanket the entire industry that it's incorrect when there's certain cowboys, let's put it that way, that are operating. And, 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 I, and I welcome you know, the, the authorities to go and investigate. We've had that. They've mm -hmm. come to investigate us because they found out that there were beauty spas that were doing IV, IV, IV drips um, for, for, for skin lightening or brightening. We never, ever claim that. Glutathione is probably one of the best ingredients that you'd find. It's an antioxidant. It's something that your body produces but not enough of. Um, the effective use of glutathione would, would brighten your skin. It gives your skin a glow, but it's an antioxidant. And a, a lot of the industry in the, in the beauty aspect have that around and said well it, it, it helps lighten the skin so you find excessive amounts of glutathione being used which is not uh, uh you know what we uh what we agree uh advocate and, for and 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 Syed, and, i'm so glad you've brought up glutathione um because uh, it, it's a huge part of why people are are getting drips um as well because they, you know, skin lightening is still a phenomena in, in 2023, right? How do you manage that from a client perspective? Because ultimately these clients can get a drip. There's no limit as to how many drips you can get um, and how often you can get these drips. So we do have a limit. Okay. Um, and, and so firstly, the... the, the so, 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 Kathy, the, the, the formulas for our IV, so the ingredients that go into the IV and the amounts um, uh, are all done through an R&D facility in the U.S. So we're the only IV therapy company in the world that has an R&D facility in the U.S. And the formulas that, that are used for the IV therapy have gone through a two-year R&D process first before we came to market. So the quantities of the ingredients that we put in there have been tested. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't go over that amount that is uh, recommended by our R&D facility. So, you know, with glutathione, it can be, uh, you know, a, a thousand, I'm giving an example, you know, a, a thousand milligrams, it could be 2000 milligrams up to 3000, 4000, whatever the case is. We don't, over, we don't go over a certain amount, right? We've also tested the effectiveness of it um, when it's done regularly. So how regularly can you do it, um, uh, you, you know, for, for one person? And we never ever exceed that. 
So, so if there are people that are doing it over and above the dosages that are tested, then again, that's wrong. Uh, and, and, and I'll stand firmly against that. Um, and secondly, we never exceed what the, 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 the regular intervals of the IV should be um, right. for, for, for any specific client. All right. Syed, I'm going to thank you so much for coming on air and for being part of this conversation. Syed Mia is the CEO of Revive at Global Southern Africa. Dr. Kutsia, what is it that people need to bear in mind um, when they're going out there and to, to get these, these strips? So first of all, all the big names and all the studies is not going to help if you don't need it. So you need, there must be a need, a medical need or a reason, a criteria why you need to get this drip. And again, we distinguish here or separate patients in ICU patients in a hospital setup. We're not talking about these patients. We're not talking about the lay person out there that walks past IV bar and with all the nice um, signs on the outside, decided, oh, I need an IV drip. So uh, first of all, you need to make sure whether you really need vitamin B. Remember what I've said. It becomes extremely expensive um, urine that you pass it because your, your, most of these um, IV uh, drips and vitamins is water-soluble. Um, so, uh, and again, the people who really, really maybe might be in need of this would be people who, who comes from poor backgrounds who doesn't have the means to buy the right food. So, but I, I, I'm sure there are no such IV bars in these really, really poor communities because they don't have the money to pay for it. So, um, so before you go and, and, and decide you need an IV, uh, for uh, for vitamins, double check what are your vitamin status. You can just as well go and buy a proper vitamin uh, multi complex with minerals over the counter, and that would also help a lot for the ad- average person out there. Again, we're not talking about the sick people. So for me, this um, again, people need to understand that um, if you go into such a place you are putting yourself at risk. Any drip that you put on, you've got a risk of getting infection. All right. Uh, so, so you know, um, you can get it, as we have said before, you can get an allergic reaction. So, and do, do we really think that IV drips are keeping patients healthy and out of our surgeries, therefore we don't like it? No. All um, right. That's not... That's a, that's a very that's not a very good argument to use. Do, Dr. Kutsia, we're going to have to leave it there. I'm out of time. Dr. Fanikar, I'm going to squeeze you in here. Your parting shot. Parting shot is, you know, that every single IV that you put onto a patient has risks. And that risk has to be managed by a medical professional that knows what they're doing. There's a course that uh, there are courses in South Africa that's being given. I'm very happy to hear that there's certain uh, processes put in place with with Revive and there are doctors on site. So that's very good. But I think um, patients should think about their own health and be so careful to go to these places and just choose off a menu. So getting back to glutathione, I mean, we've seen doses up to six grams, 6,000 milligrams being given initially to patients. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's contraindications, yeah. you know, if you have cancer, for example, you can die. There's adverse events like respiratory distress and coughing, uh, 
vertigo, allergic reactions, anaphylaxis, Steven Johnson syndrome, neurotoxicity. Um, and people don't think about this. And even, you know, we don't use, in our society, we don't use the word lightning. We think it's misleading. It can be a brightening treatment, but not lightning. All right. um, you, you can get um, increased potential for skin d cancer. Dr. Fanik, at least to this, right? I think we'll, we're going to have another conversation, and that one will focus specifically on glutathione because it is such a big craze. If you're not getting it in vitamin drips, you're getting it in tablets. People are taking doses and do doses of glutathione. Let me thank our guests uh, who've been with us throughout the show over the last uh, almost three hours. It's time for the book reading. <laughs>